As storm clouds gather at Doinang Non Mountain, the rescue team anxiously awaits approval for its daring plan to get that trapped soccer team out of those nearly impenetrable tunnels. Had you waited one more day, what do you think would have happened? If I waited uh, one more day, I think that will be very difficult for us because the land is coming. Agonizing hours pass. Are they going to bring those boys out today, do you think? Then finally, the word comes down from the Thai Prime Minister himself. Rescue mission is a go. It's about 6 p.m. at night, right. which thankfully that was when we finished up with all of our phase one operations. We were ready to go at that point. What was your reaction when you finally understood that this is happening? Relief that we could get on with it, but also a nervousness that we would actually have to do it. I'm calm. Today is D-Day. We are 100% ready. Security has told us that these are four of the first boys to be rescued from that cave. We've seen more and more personnel arriving. Now, the waiting gives way to sudden, furious action. The media is moved away, and a green curtain is put up to block the cave entrance as a parade of divers is seen going in. An enormous cache of extra air canisters is already in place, and support divers are deployed in the chambers throughout the cave. But the tip of the spear is that elite foursome of British divers, each of them tasked with bringing out one boy at a time. It was one diver, one boy. That's correct, yes. That's a tremendous amount of responsibility. Yeah, very much so. But when the Brits reach that faraway cavern where the team is trapped, they find the boys themselves are shockingly calm, considering the terrifying ordeal they're facing. There was no sign uh, of distress and no hint of a, of a problem. Um, extremely confident, uh, brave, brave young men. In fact, the tide doctor inside the cave with the wild boars says they decide on their own what order they're going to go out in. It was a decision made by all the boys because their physical and mental condition was about the same. The boys who live farthest from the cave went first because they thought they had to bicycle home to tell their parents the news. Of course, those parents had never left the cave since the ordeal began. But choosing who is first in line is actually no small decision. That boy will be a sort of human guinea pig in a first-of-its-kind rescue and it falls to Mallinson to shepherd the boy out safely. How do you pull the, the short straw of taking the first kid out? Ah, volunteer. You volunteered to take the first out? I'm not one to hang around at the back. I'm usually at the front, so I just volunteered. Already wearing a wetsuit, the child walks down a steep slope into the water. Now it's time for an absolutely critical step, agreed to in advance by the Thai government. The boy is injected with a commonly used sedative called ketamine by Australian diver Dr. Richard Harris, an anesthesiologist. And Mallinson reveals the shot is not just to relax the boy, it's to knock him out cold. I can't have him twitching around. And you know, when they start moving, their arms are moving around. There's potential for them to kill themselves. There was potential for them to kill us. It was much better for me to sedate him and keep him under. So it was basically an ultimatum from the British divers that they're not going to do this operation unless those kids are sedated. They absolutely made that a red line, like, yeah, if, if we're going to try this and if it's going to be successful, like, the kids need to be sedated. After receiving that injection, the first boy is out cold and ready for the next step of the rescue. Just like in those training sessions, that full face mask is strapped tightly on. 
a single leak could be potentially fatal. The child is now fully prepped and ready to go, yet the veteran diver is still assailed with doubt. I was confident of being able to take one of those kids and dive them out. I was not fully confident of getting them out alive. And why was that? Because we didn't know at first how they were going to react underwater, whether the drug that we'd given them would be sufficient to keep them under for the flooded sections. But Mallinson is not one for turning back. He enters the cold, murky water with the boy for that daunting first dive stage. Remember, it's 350 meters long, three and a half football fields. What follows next is a sort of choreographed underwater ballet. With one hand, Mallinson has to hold on to the guideline that stretches to the cave entrance, while the other hand is holding tight to the strap on the boy's vest as he floats face down all the while maneuvering around any obstacles in the way. I sort of liken it to an underwater obstacle course that you, you don't complete. In which you're blind. Yeah, in which you're blind and you don't remember all the obstacles on the way in. Mallinson says his biggest concern, making sure that face mask doesn't come loose. Was there a second option if, if their face mask or their air tank malfunctioned? There was no other option. We would just have to swim fast to get through the flooded section. And hope that they don't... Yeah. Die. Yeah. Along I mean, the way. that's where that's one we were using. We were using almost pure oxygen, 80% oxygen, because we'd been told that you know they could survive for several minutes, not breathing. After about 20 painstaking, agonizing minutes, Mallinson successfully completes the first dive stage. Waiting for him are two support divers who help him get the unconscious boy out of the water. They give him a medical check, but with five more dive stages to go, they are far from out of the woods. Coming up, a moment of crisis. Mallinson is in complete darkness, up to his neck in water, when the unthinkable happens. His young charge starts waking up. You realize you've got to re-administer the sedation. You've got to put him out. What would it take for the veteran diver to get himself out of this desperate situation? Had you ever felt that isolated and responsible in your life? Before? Never. The responsibility was huge. 